0: Today's episode is the first part in a two-part series with Tony Hench, an energy coach for moms. Today, we talked about four ways to manage your energy naturally. I'm excited for you to hear it. This one is so good. Let's face it, being a homeschooling mom who also works from home can be pure chaos. As you've probably already noticed, despite the occasional laugh track, Life isn't a sitcom, and everyday struggles are rarely resolved in 30 minutes with commercial breaks to keep your sanity in check. So the right strategies and mindset are vital for becoming more productive and less overwhelmed with all the things life throws at us. Enter the Simply Freeing podcast, episodes for the highly passionate, busy, work-at-home, homeschooling mama, ready to break away from cultural norms and raise lifelong learners. So let's kick stress to the curb. Throw chaos out the door and order in some peace and simplicity with a cup of coffee or three. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Jackie? Good. Thanks for coming on the show today. Of
1: course. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So I wanted to talk about energy and how to keep your energy levels up as a homeschool mom. But first, I want you to share a little bit more about your backgrounds and tell us about yourself. All right. So I'm an energy
1: coach for... Moms, and the big thing that I realized really early as a mom I was working at the time outside of the home as a teacher was that there was always this struggle around energy like everyone would say oh you're just, you're gonna be so tired it is what it is and I realized that we just kind of created this mindset that motherhood equals exhaustion and And there's a lot of stuff that goes on in our day, but the story um, where I really decided it had to change was I was, we were looking at home at the time and the realtor was playing with my daughter and she just made this kind of off the cuff comment that she wished she remembered her kids when they were little. And she said, I just look back at photos and I was so tired. I don't even remember like what was going on in that photo. I don't remember being there. And I just, that kind of hit my heart so hard. I actually went out to the car and cried. And I was like, this, this can't be the way that we're going through motherhood. And sometimes it's at that, you know, newborn stage where you're super, super exhausted. And sometimes it's just at that stage where you just kind of feel like you're trying to get through the day instead of like enjoy the day. You're just trying to make it through the day. And for me and my clients, I realized that it could be just a, some very simple shifts in how we set up our day to make our day work with the way that our brain and our body is supposed to work instead of the normal, like nine to five kind of schedule, how we get up. It really doesn't jive with our biology. And that's what I, at the time I was an anatomy teacher and I was like, this, you know, the way I'm doing this doesn't really make sense for how our brain and our body are supposed to
0: work. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, that that makes perfect sense. And I can kind of relate to that. I feel like there's so much of the beginning days of motherhood that I actually don't remember. And I talk about this a lot with my husband, that my memories just aren't there. And I think it was because I was so overwhelmed trying to do too much. And yeah, and I always relate energy levels to food. And I know that's part of it. But um I'd like to, I'd like to hear different um, reasons why energy levels might be down and how to manage it better too. Cause I think that there's just a full package you have to look at not just one piece. And I feel like I focus a lot on health, which I know is important, like the foods that you eat, but there's gotta be more.
1: (laughs) Yes. There's so much more. And that's where I I came from. is the way that our our brains and our bodies are set up is that we use a lot of external input to set our energy rhythms. So we were talking about before we hopped on here. We have two main ones that are going throughout the day. And the first one is your circadian rhythm. And that's just your day and night rhythm. It kind of tells your body even if you were, you know, in a completely dark room or you didn't have a clock, your body would still know, like, I'm hungry at a certain time, or I start to get tired at a certain time, because it has its own internal timing system. Mm -hmm. But you also have a little bit shorter of a system called an ultradian rhythm. And an ultradian rhythm is about 90 minutes to two hours a day. And it goes in every cycle. So you'll wake up, and that starts your first ultradian rhythm. And as you go throughout the day, they kind of vary in length, depending on what you're doing, depending on you individually. But when we start to work with these rhythms and we start to give ourselves the right input when we wake up to tell ourselves it's morning, to optimize that energy level, we start to do this in the evening. We can maximize our sleep. So one of the things um, that I always tell my clients is I say the foundational four, so the first one is light. And most people don't realize is that light is your body's primal, your most basic energy input.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when it's dark, your body shuts. And I think we all feel this during daylight savings time. Your body starts to shut down that energy level and it's, you get tired so much quicker. a lot of us do this um, in our morning. Well, especially as long as I feel like I'll kind of like try and be quiet in the morning and like I won't turn on that many lights. Um, But this low level light will kind of delay our energy and all of the right chemicals and hormone release so that we are carrying that kind of like groggy, they call it like sleep inertia throughout your day, and so you feel like your morning starts really slowly, and it takes a lot of energy to just kind of get going. So that you're starting kind of feeling that further into your day. So the first one is light.
0: can is- I can I ask you a question about the light? Is there any specific type of light that is best? I know I like to have the um, sun come through the window, so I have all the shades pulled up, um, but if you live in a house that's more dark and you don't really get much sun in the window in the morning, is there any type of light that you could purchase that would help?
1: Yes. And this one, I always say is huge with, um, you know, like when you're feeding the baby at night or stuff like that, you can get the lowest energy light possible and those are your red and orange lights and you can even get like blue light filtered for the evening and then in the morning you want those daylight bulbs or those blue and yellow bulbs so we hear a lot about like blue light maybe you've heard about that like blue light is bad for you Mm -hmm. and that's halfway true it's that blue light about three to four hours before bedtime is bad for you, but you need it in the morning to actually set and optimize that circadian rhythm and get you awake and alert. Hmm,
0: that's interesting. So you have
1: those like natural um, daylight bulbs in your home and you want them to be overhead. So if you think about looking at a, a sunrise or your, the sun during the day, it's overhead. And so your eyes actually measure the angle of where the sun is in reference. And like reference to you. Mm-hmm. So when you have that bright overhead light, you'll see this like in a lot of classrooms, they've started to get better at lighting in classrooms. We actually even had um, a lightning technician come in. You'll see it in a lot of workplaces because we found that it has so much to do with productivity, it's just light. So if you have those bright overhead lights during the morning and then as it gets toward the evening, you want to switch to those, those red and orange light. And you want those to be like the below eye level. So like the lamps and the things that wouldn't be directly overhead.
0: Mm, that's really interesting. And do you think that it's better? Cause I've heard of families, especially families that live on a farm, they like to go to bed when the sun goes down and they like to wake up right when the sun rises. And I just find that very hard for our family to, 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 to do because it doesn 't come natural to us We're, we tend to be more night owls, but is that the best way you think to keep your energy up by really going to bed with the sun going down and
1: as much as you can, um, I think that like a lot of our our modern schedules are kind of like that, and everyone 's energy. You kind of have to test it because there are some people who have different. We call them chronotypes. So your your time is. There are people who are night owls, and there are people who are um, better in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I think if when you work with like whatever is optimum with you, it's really just timing that light as best possible so if you wake up and the sun is already up if you can get out and and view that bright morning light or at least pull the shades up and turn on some bright overhead lights that would would optimize that schedule then. so what i teach is kind of more working with that some people will say yes you've got to get up with the sun yes you've got to go to bed with it but i feel like that really doesn't work for a lot of our schedules and quite honestly it's not going to work for every person because energy rhythms are individual to you. But if you want to train yourself to be able to get up earlier, let's say you're going back to Um, a job, or if even this works really well with kids is timing that morning light. Um, I do it with my daughter, like right when she gets up. And then right before nap time, we go out on a walk or we're in a bright lit area and that will really time your sleep because your body is paying attention to when you have that first light input and how intense that light input is. And Mm -hmm. that controls your release of cortisol, which we think of it as a stress hormone, but it's actually, in the right quantities and energy and alertness hormone, and then melatonin, which helps your body rest and go to sleep.
0: And did you say that the morning you takes a couple of hours for you to fully regulate to the fact that it's morning after you wake up when you first see the light? Is that what you said before? Yeah, Your first rhythm is about 90 minutes. So that like how much
1: it takes you to, to, Start to feel energized and alert is a lot dependent on that first. Uh, whatever light you view first you get a little pulse of cortisol and that shuts off your body's production of melatonin so when you were sleeping you were you had this hormone melatonin keeping you asleep and slowing down your brain waves slowing down your body functions but that pulse of cortisol fully shuts that off and we call that like sleep inertia and i think we've all especially as moms felt that like when you're just awake but you're not you're just like functioning like you're you're trying to get there but you're not like alert you don't feel energized and ready to go for the day. Um, so when you get that pulse of cortisol, it will shut down that melatonin and break your brain waves out of that, like sleep state into a fully like functioning wake state. And that's when you start that first ultradian rhythm. So it's really important to kind of track this so that, you know, like, am I spending the first two hours of my morning, like barely functioning? Um, there's some, there's some tweaks that you can make even just with the the light. Um, another one is movement. Mm-hmm. So the timing of movement when you do your first movement, if you can do a little bit in the morning and I say movement instead of exercise, cause we're kind of like trained to think that like exercise is this event, like going to the gym or putting on a workout DVD, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be an event. It can be, you know, I'm just like turning on a song and getting ready like and I'm making sure that I'm really moving my body with that song as I'm getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love this. Um, <laughs> or just you know stretching really quick, or maybe you jog up and down the stairs ten times. Just something that's putting your heart rate up and letting your body know, like, no, I'm awake now. I'm moving, um, and that will also start to to sync all of your other
0: energy rhythms. Those really interesting, because I think most of us tend to go to the caffeine in the morning and that's going to get our energy up. So this is like a whole new way of thinking. Um, You know, I've heard, yes, we need, you know, morning exercise is good and make sure the sun is coming through your window in the morning. But I just feel like as a society, we're very caffeinated and that's really all we care about. And it's, a, <laughs> that's just what we turn to, to wake up in the morning. And that's just what gets us going. And it makes me wonder if, if, um, if maybe we can delay the caffeine a little bit longer, we might actually see our energy levels come up naturally before we even get the cup of coffee in the morning or tea or whatever. No, that is
1: so right. Because actually getting that caffeine in the morning suppresses our natural cortisol production and our natural energy rhythms because we get, so caffeine pulls up the adrenaline side. So we get more of the energy burst from there, suppressing the other more natural rhythms. So if you can delay your caffeine, even like an hour or two in to your day, and I did start off doing this right away. I was Definitely, so it was like as soon as I went, like give me some caffeine, even though I didn't um, really do that much caffeine before I was a mom. As soon as I became, I was like, okay, I need to before in the morning. Um, but when you start to delay that just a little bit, it's really helpful uh, to let those energy rhythms come up. But one of the things that people don't realize is that actually um, hydration is really important for that. So when you get up in the morning, if you can hydrate that will be really helpful for your energy levels. Um, even if you are doing the caffeine and sometimes hydration will actually help you not need that caffeine. And that's how I, I was able to lean that caffeine down and, um, and actually don't even start my morning with caffeine anymore. <laughs> took me about three years, but it, it really is crazy that when you, 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 stop with that,
0: your body's natural energy rhythms take over and you can really maximize that. This is so helpful. So light and movement. Is there anything else? Yes. Light movement, hydration. Um, oh, hydration. Okay.
1: Do those? Yeah. And those, you can add those to your morning, like super easy. And then the last one is, um, and people don't realize this is deep breathing because oxygenation and our breath rates change. When we sleep, it changes as our energy changes. You'll notice like you're starting to get tired. You're probably breathing really shallow. And you'll probably even notice like your shoulders will start to hunch when you're really calm, you breathe at different levels. And because oxygen is so important to our brain, our brains tune in really, really quickly to how our breathing changes. Mm-hmm. So a simple thing you can do in the morning, and I know this is crazy and my clients look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like you can switch a cup of coffee, like a cup of coffee with five minutes of breathing. Like It will change your energy levels that much. Um, and so that there's so much that goes into this. But um, I start off with really quickly is I just say that if you do um, a longer inhale and a short exhale, um, like really quick, that will be more energizing. And then like a longer exhale on the out and a shorter inhale will be more calming. So you can hmm. kind of use these throughout your day to regulate your energy levels i'll do them if i'm like at the end of a productivity session i start to feel my energy kind of like dip and i'm like nope i need to like finish this um and then i will just start to take those breaths and it will kind of give you that last little bit of of energy to to kind of get you through when you wake up in the morning it's a great way to start your day it's a great way to calm down if you have trouble
0: sleeping This is really interesting because like I said before, all of these things I've heard of in bits and pieces, but there's just it's not ever been put together in this way that has made me feel like, wow, I can actually have other go to things that will really, really help. I feel like I've just kind of pushed them aside as, yeah, those are extras that may help, but. Give me all the caffeine. <laughs>
1: right, right. And I totally get that. And it's like, because I feel like it's overcomplicated a lot of times, like, and I started reading about this and I was a science nerd and I love it. And I understood all of it, you know, as anatomy teacher, but as a new mom, you're like, I don't need the textbook. I just need the tool. Um <laughs> Yes, that's what I've tried to do. And as an energy coach is just break it down into easy tools you can put into your day. Because I think when we work with that, it's so important um, to just understand how your your brain and your body are set up because then you're working with them instead of against them. And quite often the caffeine, and we've all felt it, it, it works for like a tiny little bit and then you crash because it's really working against your energy rhythm at that point, the way we're using it was kind of my like driving force is that I want to take all this like science and break it down into tools. You can just put in your day, simple, easy shifts that are really going to maximize the energy you have because energy is what allows you to really enjoy being with your littles.
0: Yes, that's so true. And it's so sad. just the way we are so busy and not really there. Um Like right. I, I mentioned before, and it's, it's, It's very sad, and it's important for us to be present for them. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you that took the time out of your day to write a review for this podcast. Every review helps me get this podcast in front of more moms. I'm running a giveaway for the month of March 2022. And if you take the time out of your day to write a review on Apple Podcasts, please email me a screenshot of it at Jackie at Whole9Family.com and you'll be entered to win a Target gift card. I truly appreciate you and hope you are enjoying this podcast as much as I enjoy recording them for you.